Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Cozy Cassette. Welcome to a kind of different episode of the Cozy Cassette. As some of you may know, we've been on a little bit of a break since February. Um, we were doing some restructuring. We're going to get back to it very soon, hopefully. But I couldn't keep quiet about this whole De La Soul situation. Now, for those of you who might not know, De La Soul is this trio out of the U.S. who have been making music for a while now, since the 80s. They have been some of hip-hop's greatest innovators, in my honest opinion. They've done so much for music. The way they sample their lyricism, it's, it's, it's quite unique, to say the least. You know, I don't think we're ever going to see a group like De La ever again. But recently, as some of, as some of you might know, um, there was an announcement that because it's almost been 30 years since Three Feet High and Rising, which was, you know, dropped in 89, they were going to finally release that project on streaming services because because it never it never got a proper release like that i just you know there was always speculation that it might have been because the way that daylaw used sampling it was just difficult to get everything cleared we were never really sure the whole reason and we still don't really know it's a little bit strange now the announcement that the that three feet high and rising was going to come to streaming services I'll be very honest with you. It was phenomenal to hear. I read it one of the one of the blog sites or one of the, you know, I saw it on Twitter or wherever the fuck I saw it, right? I saw it, I immediately got giddy because that project rates so highly for me. It was it was crazy to hear that. When I did, I remember being maybe like 12 or 13. You know, I'm 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 not as old as this project is. This project predates me, but I remember being a kid. I remember listening to it. I remember how much I loved it and how much it stuck with me. So I was super excited when I heard that this was coming out again. And then we started hearing news about Tommy Boy Records, which for the uninformed is the record label that De La is signed onto. Now, for most people, you don't really think about the record companies. They don't really, as long as it's not a, a company that's run by a rapper, you know, like an OVO or like a YMCMB or good music, most people just treat it like a corporate entity. You know, they release the music, they, they have some rights, but you don't really think about it. Well, in this case, it, they became front and center with the story. They, they apparently were going to be taking 90% of the revenue from streaming for this project, which is insanity. I mean, forget how much I may like De La Soul. Forget how much I like Three Feet High and Rising. If you put your blood, sweat, and tears into something, 
And then some faceless corporation comes and says, we're going to only give you 10% of what it's worth. Not a 50-50, not a 60-40. It's heartbreaking to hear. And as, as many of you probably know, De La Soul has never made money off of a lot of their projects because of how they use their sampling. You have artists these days who you can tell that they're clearly only in the music industry because it's a way to make money. And I'm not trying to talk shit about nobody. I'm not trying to say that one artist doesn't deserve to be where he is, regarded as such, or he shouldn't have such a high place in hip-hop or rap or any genre. No, I'm not saying that, because fuck all that noise right now. What I'm saying is when you have a group, they're so revered in this game. And you can tell that it's not just about the money for them. You can tell... That the music means so much. It meant so much to a lot of people. You know, it wasn't formulaic in any way. It wasn't the trip, the typical, hey, here's two club bangers. Here's a song with a very with a very famous pop feature. Here's this. Here's that. No, it was Tribe Called Quest. It was Black Sheep. It was the Jungle Brothers. It was Queen Latifah. This project encapsulated so much for such a large amount of people and De La is so much more than three feet high and rising i mean they've released f so many phenomenal projects De La soul is dead was a great project it came out in 91 stakes is high was a great project aoi the bionics was a great project even their most recent offering in the anonymous nobody if you haven't heard it if you haven't heard any of it you should really give it a, a listen and I'm not talking about, and just to, you know, just to get back to the point here, because I could talk about Dayla for hours, you know, if you just let me do it. To get back to my main point here is, it isn't, it isn't like this is some big named artist. And even if it was, you know, a lot of people get fucked over in the music industry. It is insanity. I mean, everyone from these new SoundCloud rappers who are entering 360 deals who can't make a buck anymore because the label is taking a percentage of everything, you know, merchandise, touring, just everything. Or even someone like Lil Wayne, who is stuck in the whole situation with, with Baby. It's always hard to hear about an artist that you revere so highly being treated so poorly. And especially when that artist has or has had such an impact on, on the music the music world. I honestly don't know what hip hop would be like right now if it wasn't for Dayla, if it wasn't for Wayne. If there's so many people out there that it might be difficult to pinpoint these milestones of hip hop, but I can say unequivocally, with without a doubt, that De La Soul and their music is one of those moments in hip hop where without them, we would be in a different place right now. It's not exaggeration. It's not me being nostalgic for the music. It's me telling the truth here. Hip-hop would be a completely different place without those three. And it sucks. It sucks to see this happen to them. When a record label like Tommy Boy says, we're bringing back, uh, we're bringing back such an iconic project just to drum up hype, you know, for the fans, because the fans will always be there for Daylaw. We want to support them as much as we can. When we hear news that one of our all-time favorite projects is coming back out we get excited we know we're gonna stream it 
over and over and over again. But it's it's bittersweet. It really is because I love the music. I'm always going to listen to the music. But I don't know if I can do that when there's such a malicious force behind it. Tommy Boy was going to take, and still might, I mean, they have every legal right to, take 90% of the revenue from streaming for that project. And for any subsequent project, I assume. That's why it's so important, you know. And I, 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 this, this goes out to any young and aspiring artists out there. Anybody, be careful. Because you really don't know what you might be getting yourself into. You might think, yo, this sounds like a great deal. I'm going to be making this amount of money. It's, it's, it's difficult. It really is difficult. Because you're stuck in a scenario sometimes where... You don't know how you're going to feed your family. You don't know how you're going to raise your kids. You don't know X, Y, and Z. And you really need that money. But these these, these horrendous, these, these monsters who run these record labels, man, they will turn on you in an instant if they get the chance. They don't give a fuck about you. You don't give a fuck about your music. They're not in it. Because they love the music and they want to, they want what's best for the culture, and they think you're great. No, they think you can get them more money. Don't sign a 360. De La Soul didn't. I'm not saying they did. I just, I want to say this for any of you, you artists out there who aspire to be something. Be careful how you move. Because one day you could be in a similar situation. One day you might not even realize it. You're going on tour. Holy shit. I didn't realize the record label was going to take 50% of this tour money, 60%, 70%. Who knows? I want to sell some shirts. Maybe just a little thing with my album art on it. Maybe try to get some more money. Nah, fuck that. The record label is going to take a cut. You got to watch out for yourself then. You got to make sure that you, you are being compensated right. You are moving right. You are being treated the way you deserve to be treated. Because music, man, it's more than just beats and words music is so important and your fans they're important the guy sitting behind the desk at your record label doesn't see it that way he really doesn't because they will gouge you for everything you've got and more and more we hear stories about artists like you like that now back to this day law situation you know after a little tirade as the situation stands, Tommy Boy Records has agreed to postpone the release of the project and will be going into no negotiations with Dela. And I am sending out all, all my thoughts that I can spare to them. I just want to send out positivity and I just hope and pray for the sake of Dela, for the sake of the music, for the sake of the fans, that Tommy Boy backs down. And they understand that it's not just about them making money anymore. You can't treat artists this way. You can't do shit like this anymore, man. It was a lot more difficult for artists to call out labels because you, you didn't know what could have happened to you. But thank God Dela is has been at least publicly talking about through... I've seen several Instagram posts talking about this phantom $2 million debt, how Tommy Boy is taking 90% out 
and it's it's a little ridiculous and you know that it wouldn't it couldn't have been this way you know, 30 years ago the age we live in it it makes it so that an artist with issues like this can reach so many people and have such a wide grasp because of social media because of whatever but when you have a record label like Tommy Boy telling De La Soul, hey, we'll negotiate, but only if you sign an NDA first. That's just another way to silence them. They just want them to shut up so that you know they try to work out whatever shitty deal they have in store and collect their check at the end of the day. It's it's fucking ridiculous, man. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm really hoping that Tommy Boy has learned their lesson here. I really hope that more artists become wary of these of these situations, that they treat themselves better, that they understand their value because this shit still happens. I mean, maybe not to this capacity or to this extent. The De La situation is a little unique, yes. But it could still happen to you, man. It could still happen to you. And, you know, there's people like me who... Music is so important. And I, I can't, I know I said it, but I, I can't not emphasize that point more and more. It is so important. It means so much to so many people. You, the way you interpret it, the way you listen to it, the experience it can give you, the emotion you can feel. There's a lot of things in play with music. That's why we have to protect it. That's why we have to make sure artists are compensated fairly. Because they're the ones who are doing the real work. You know, distribution platforms and releases, all that shit that the record label deals with, you know, getting you interviews, whatever. That has never been less important now. Artists are paving their own roads. And it's so phenomenal to see that. I mean, well, a lot of people do like to hate on SoundCloud rappers, and I know... You know, this new age of hip-hop, it's a little bit diverse. It's a little bit different. A lot of people wouldn't expect... Wouldn't have... Wouldn't, a lot of people don't like it, and that's perfectly fine if you have if you share that opinion. You think the old, older, older generation's music was better. That's fine. That's your prerogative, man. I'm not going to fight you on that. I really don't care. You can like whatever the fuck you like. But the world we exist in today, musically has made it so that a kid in his bedroom without much, you know, with a phone maybe or a microphone and some basic editing software can become a celebrity. He can become a star. He or she can become a star in their own right. And it's just, it's just amazing to see. It really is. It's just amazing to see that. Um, so I know this was a little bit shorter and 
hopefully we'll be back soon. I promise, you know, we're working on some things. I've been super busy. And this just feels like a good place to end it because if I don't, I'm just going to start yelling and insulting Tommy Boy and talking way too much crap that honestly isn't worth my effort or time that I'm going to put into it because we all know that these record labels are soulless, horrible entities that exist just to steal and plunder from people who actually have real talent. So I don't give a fuck about saying anything more about more to or about them. I just want to say this before I get off. 30 years ago, De La Soul released one of my favorite, all-time favorite projects to ever be, ever be created. Hands down. That's, no, that's not even a discussion to me, you know. I might place it in my top five albums ever made. No amount of excitement or hype I would have to have those to have those projects on my phone, you know, so I can listen to them when I'm out or so I can listen to them wherever I am. No amount of excitement is going to make me support that piece of shit company, Tommy Boy. And I really hope Dayla works that out with them. I really hope that they can reach a deal where they're happy because... It would be nice to hear that stuff on streaming sir on, on the streaming platforms. It would be great to hear it on streaming platforms. But as long as Tommy Boy continues to abuse the power they have, I 100% will stand behind the artist. I 100% will not support them in any way shape or form. Because this is bigger than an album that I like. Because without the artist, we wouldn't have the music. You can't say that about a record label. You can't say well, if Tommy Boy didn't exist, we wouldn't have Dela. No, Dela would have found us, regardless. So I know this was a little bit weird, a little bit different. But hopefully you, we'll see you guys soon. Go support Dela. Go reshare everything on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Make sure Tommy Boy knows that no one is standing with them on this. Make sure they know that Dela has our full support when it comes to this. Make sure those fucking idiots realize we care so much more about the artist that we will continue supporting the artist no matter what because without them we wouldn't be here goodbye and we'll see you on the next episode of the cozy cassette